of the Ramchal's introduction to Mrs. Sharm moves a little bit slowly. It's a little bit difficult, but it'll be worthwhile when you see where he's getting to with this. The, the point that he's now making, after speaking about listening with the heart, then Roshwitz turned to the, to the question of how is a person, a person who is seeking person who's seeking Ruchnius and who wants to who wants to learn the art of heart listening. How is a person supposed to know whether or not he's looking in the right place and he's looking in the right way? How are you supposed to know? Little Maisa, if a person doesn't know what he's looking for, he walks into the appliance store and he's going shopping for a hat or something, it's in the sugar. So how does a person how does a person really acquire, or more than that, how does a person conduct the search for Rachnias if we're talking about a world that's completely, it's new terrain. We're totally unfamiliar with that. We don't know, we don't know what that means at all, Rachnias. It's a nice word, and you hear a million drushes, and every Rachnias, this Rachnias, that, and Kedoshim to use this Shabbos, Kedoshim to use, okay, I'll try to be Kaddish. Be Kaddish on the Hashem, that doesn't help me much, but I'll try to be a Kaddish. And Ruchnius, how does one look for Ruchnius? So in a very surprising way, Schwartz begins by developing this Mahalach of, of a person being what's called in Hebrew Mitziuti. In English we call it realistic. Being grounded. And he's, he began by saying that one has to find Karka in Ruchnius the same way that you have to be grounded in Gashmius. Grounded in Gashmius means that a person should be able to evaluate his surroundings and the circumstances of his physical life in a realistic, healthy, normal way. So too, a person has to find Karka in Ruchnius. So that's what Schwartz is explaining on the bottom of the page, Chav Beis. There are people who in Gashmius have completely unrealistic expectations somebody who wants to make millions of dollars in three days and after three days does not succeed in doing that and then as a result of that becomes depressed obviously that person is simply not mitziuti he's not realistic that's not how everybody heard of maisa there's a maisa but that's not how the world is that's not how the rabbi made the world and he's not living in mitzius same thing when it comes to Ruchnius. A person, this is where we ended with last week, a person who makes all kinds of Kabbalists upon himself. This year I'm never going to say a bad word. This year I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to finish uh, this Masechta and that Masechta. And he makes all kinds of Kabbalists are very, very good things when they are Mitziuti, when the Kabbalists are are reasonable and realistic. So even in Ruchnius, when a person is not on the ground, he's not on the karka, and he has dimyonis, and he can spend his whole life thinking that looking for Ruchnius is looking for like a beautiful niggin and a certain feeling that he closes his eyes, and that's Ruchnius. And he thinks that he's in the place of the Vekas. So, and he's not. It's dimyonis, like the guy that thinks he's making $7 million in three days. And now he gets depressed and he finds out, I just had, I was on the way here, I was talking to somebody, a very wonderful girl, and um, she's going through a hard time. She broke up with somebody, and now she's having a hard time with Avni. So she said, I don't understand. I had such a strong Kesha with Hashem before this. So I said, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but and I'm not saying that I have any better Kesha, but you thought you had a strong Kesha with Hashem. Just, you didn't have a strong Kesha with Hashem. You thought you had a strong Kesha, because then the guy liked you, and you thought you could get married. And then you had a good, you had a big, you had a nice maidani every morning, and you had a, you were happy to be in the world. And this guy liked you, and you liked the guy. And now the guy told you that he's interested in somebody else. That's basically what happened. So I said, so now that now God, 
that's it. Like the whole thing, like the creator and the universe, and the ship, the whole program is off. I mean, because of your boyfriend, it's finished. That you didn't have a kesh with Hashem. It was dimness. You were. It's not grounded. You weren't. You were. Your ruchnis was not something that was realistic. It was something that that was connected to emotional ups and downs. And right now, you're on a down. When you are on an up, then you felt connected to God. Now that you're on a down, so then you're not connected to God. God hasn't changed since your boyfriend left you. So you've changed. You never had a kesh with Hashem. If you want to have a kesh with Hashem, then you could talk business. But but that's not a kesh with Hashem because it wasn't realistic. It wasn't grounded. Even the way that she described her her love for Hashem and so on, it wasn't in tzitz. So we want to have a, a kesh with Hashem. We want to 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 find ruchnius. We don't really know what we're looking for because we never saw God. And we never saw ruchnius. What is that? And Rav Schwartz is taking this mamish by the hand from Aleph and saying, how does one look for ruchnius? And the Aleph is to be mitziyuti, to be grounded, ala karaka. Now, how how does one do that? So we need, again, this is going to take another one or two shiurim till he comes to the punchline. So we have to be a little patient. <coughs> At the bottom of page Chav Beis, Yehudi bar Hashem zorcha lachsa b'tshuva. Good. Ayid bar Hashem muschayza b'tshuva, did tshuva. He's filled with a desire to get closer to Hashem and closer to the Torah. What does he do? What does this guy do? He closes his store. We're not talking about on Shabbos. That's, that, you have to close on Shabbos. No, no, this guy's going further than that. He's not just closing on Shabbos. He's closing up altogether. He's finished with this world. And in that state that he's in, unemployed, because he, he closed up his store, so he doesn't have any set income. He goes and he rents a dira, not in Chatzorglilit, understand? He goes to rent an apartment in Yushalayim. The Elif Shleishmiyaz Dolo Lechodesh, 1,300. That's already not, of course, with the Americans hang out in Yushalayim. You can't get anything for 1,300 with the Americans hanging out. So he goes to rent an apartment for $1,300 a month in Yushalayim. To Rav Schwartz, that's like beyond anything, right? It's a galachta, $1,300 in the phone. So he goes to rent an apartment for $1,300 for Hashem Yaza, he got, he got very religious, he cared about Shuvah. He heard a lot of talks about Emunah and Bitochen, and, uh, and they cut off his ponytail, right? And he, and he gave it into the, onto the carbon. If there no carbon, they burnt his ponytail, and he cried, and he's doing Shuvah now, and he closed up the store. What is he in this world? He doesn't trust in Hashem. He trusts in Hashem. He heard the Shmuz, and he trusts in Hashem, and he, and he went and he signed on a 1300 a month apartment. He thinks Hashem Yazer. It's okay, because I heard of the speech that, that now that I'm religious, I'm on the team, and that, that's it. I'm, I signed up, and God's going to take care of this. You just have to forward the uh, forward the mortgage thing. To, he just tells him the bank to just forward it straight to the Baruch How do you even send it to me? Just send it straight to the Baruch Okay, two months have passed. The guy didn't pay anything. The landlord comes and says, what's going on? You have to pay. So the guy tells the landlord, even assuming it's a from landlord, let's say it's a from landlord. So the guy tells the landlord, I have a muna that in the end you're going to get your money. What kind of a muna is that? Now, we heard, we read stories about the Chavetz Chaim, about the Salantips, you know. So you would think, well, that, that sounds like a story. You know, that might fit into a story. That might make it into the Jewish newspaper, story, story of Bitochen, that you heard that Rabbi Yossi Yuzel, the Nevardika, that the that they were on such a madrega. And, and then the end of the story is like this happy thing, that like, uh, like the Rebbe of Zushia, you know, that... Uh, he used to come in after the and he would say, Zushi is hungry. 
And, um, and uh, Zushi, you know the Raisa, right? He used, he used to come in, uh, the Rebbe of Zushi, after davening, he would say, look, he would sit down and say, and the Baron Shalom Zushi is hungry. And then that was the cue for the Shamas. He knew when he, heard, when he heard those words, then the Shamas would come and bring Rebbe Zushi, what he ate, he ate the piece of bread or something, then he would bring in the... So the Shamas was getting like upset about this. He's doing this for years. The Rebbe of Zushi comes back from Shul, sits down, he says, the Baron Shalom Zushi is hungry. <laughs> comes in, he brings him the... So the so the Shamas said, I'm not going. I'm not going in. Rabbi Shalom Zushi is hungry. Let Rabbi Shalom feed him. I'm not bringing him the breakfast. So the so the Rabbi Zushi comes back and he says, Ah, Rabbi Shalom, I have a good morning. Zushi is hungry. Maybe after some breakfast. So the guy stands in the kitchen. Looks tightness. He's not moving. So the Rabbi Zushi says, Rabbi Shalom, Zushi is hungry. All of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. A guy comes in with a big fruit platter. <laughs> and the Rebbe says, Shkoy, Shkoy. And then he, he has to eat. So the Shamas can't believe this. He, on many levels, he's upset about that. You know, like he, 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 So he runs after this guy. The guy leaves. He runs after him. And he grabs him and says, Who are you? What are you bringing over here fruit? I, I'm the Shamas. What are you bringing fruit over here? So he says, I'll tell you the truth. What happened today? I'm not from this place, from this town. And I came here. I came here to get a bracha, we need a bracha from the Rebbe Zushi. So I got here a little bit late and I had to get to shul first. I figured I'd go ask a bracha later. So I'm crossing over the, the little bridge they have, you know, the little wooden plank bridges. I'm crossing over and there's an, there's an altiyid holding on with both hands to the ropes. And I'm going to be late for diving and this altiyid just can't move aside. So he's holding with both hands. So I go over there and I give him a little bit of a... No, I said, excuse me. You know, I pushed him away a little bit to get me to get through. I'm crossing over, and I see everybody's looking at me like with horror in their eyes. And and I, and I said, well, what is it? He said, said, you know who you just pushed? That's the Rebbe of Zushi. So he said, okay. So I went, I went, I ran to the market to buy something. I went to Davin, I went to the market to buy some fruit to, you know, to Esbachim. So that's why I came there to fruit. So the Shamas, it says in the story, the Shamas afterwards, he, 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 kept, he went back to his job. Zushi is hungry, but he says, if it's not me, so I, I might, that's my job, I might as well do it, because someone else is going to do it if I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, it's a So this sounds like a and I believe 100%, but I remember Zushi. So this guy, this guy's from for three days, he closes his store, he's got himself into a, for two months, he's got a $1,300 <coughs> rent, he's not paying, he tells the Balabas, don't worry, the Varsham's going to pay. So it sounds like a Maisa, but it's not a Maisa. But the Rebbe Zushi, that was not Vaida of 30, 40 years. This guy's not realistic. What does it mean? Can't Rabbi Yisrael give thirteen hundred dollars? It was so hard. So uh, Tevi and fiddle on the roof also had kashas like that. It's not hard. He's a big Rabbi Yisrael. He can take care of one little guy. Thirteen hundred dollars is not such a big deal. So Rabbi Schwartz writes, that's a moon. He thinks this is a moon. That's what he calls a moon. After he's going to a seminar, uh, uh, and he became from, he thinks that's a moon. Page Chav Gimel. Who push it? It's not take mehametzias. That's not a muna. This guy is pushed, detached from reality. So then the guess, what do you mean? What do you mean? He heard his speech on the moon be talking. And the reality is everything is God. So I closed my store and I rented an apartment. The Pashit is not take my Mitsias. You see, the Mitsias, the Virgil made a Mitsias. We're, we're gonna learn. And the Mitsias is being conducted according to halacha, and and if we don't know the halacha, then you, then we try to find out by speaking to a, a person who does know the halacha. This person who pushed his not take mahametzias, this guy has detached himself from reality. He asks him, "What's going on with you? What happened to you? What's the, you closed your store? You're crazy? And and he took an apartment? What's the matter with you?" She says. I became Ruchnis. This is Ruchnis. Emuna. Ruchnis. Adam Yochalich Yosem Emuna. It's very nice. I'm sure his wife's thinking the same thing. You can, a person, Yochal, Adam Yochalich Yosem Emuna. A Yid not only can, but a Jew has to live with Emuna. Our Olav Lakaim is a Din. But he has to live according to the Din. And Halach is dictated. By the reality of this world, you're going to see because it doesn't sound so religious right now. You'll see where this is getting to. The halacha is conducted in the mitzvahs of this world. 
Yesh chayish mishpat hu chayv l'shal. I mean, the, the landlord comes and says, you owe me, you owe me, now it's two months, you owe me $2,600. The guy says, you should have a moon of it. Have a moon of it, you'll get paid. Without any plan. You have a moon of it. So the guy answers back, I have, I have a lot of a moon of it. I have a moon of it. You're going to get a letter from the Besden, and that the Besden is going to make a hasmana, and you're going to come to the Besden, and you're going to pay me. And if you don't pay me, then they're going to take away your car. I have a lot of a moon I have a moon in This is Shulchanak. Shulchanak says, I give you my apartment. I can be renting that to somebody else. You sign the paper. You owe me $2,600. You want to ask me for an extension because it'll be a stop? I should have a moon? I believe it. I believe in Chayish Mishpit. That's what I believe in. Chayish Mishpit says, you, 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 you committed yourself. You have to pay. Hogum Shereish is called Mekayim Din. Now, this is the correct order in life. Aleph. A person begins with being the kaimis din. You live in the real world, even though it says in all the Sermon that the world is not what we think, and this is not the world, and the view, it's all, it's all Kutshubihu, it's all Hashem as well. The Barnishlam made the world, and he gave us the Shulchan Aruch, he gave us Tarash he gave us the Gemara, he gave us Shulchan Aruch, and he said how to conduct ourselves in this world. So Aleph is, we're talking about before you can look for Ruchnias. Aleph. Reish is called Mekayimus Adin. First, live according to Halacha. Machnis Beliboy, Rabban Yisuf Adin, and in addition to the Adin, Machnis Beliboy es Or Hamuna. In other words, in the context of Halacha and in the world of Halacha and the world of Din, we mechazik Yeramuna. Hadin Halacha Oisa Oisa laAdam Mitziuti Mitziusi. Halacha is what Hashem gave us as Yidden lo Hashem. And no one else in the world has this. You could have an, an, every other person in the world, even though they have laws, but a person in the world could think he's in Mitzvahs, and he's totally not in Mitzvahs. The Baruch Shalom created the world, as everybody knows, He looked into the Torah and he created the world. That means that the world and Halacha, they match. Halacha, the world was created in accordance to halacha. Not the other way. That Hashem made the world, and by the way, I want you to keep these halachas. No, no, no. As Rabbi Yuchim and other tzaddikim explain, there's a Torah that says, Kabbat is avicha v'simecha, ta'ani your parents. That's why HaKash Baruch created in the world parents. Not that first he created parents, then Hashem said, I better give them some way to take care of their, you know, parents. It's not nice to have parents. So you know what? I have this idea. Then the Barashalom said, Kabbat is avicha v'simecha. And then he put in a whole place in your day this is how you take care of your parents. No, no, no. The Barnish Shalom created the world with the Torah, and the Torah, and the Torah, there's a din of the Torah that says, Kabbat Savicha and the Barnish Shalom created parents in order that we should be able to live that halacha. It's a whole different way of looking at everything. Everything is different. So the world and halacha are not at odds with each other. The world and halacha, shtim, reality. It makes no difference. If if a, if, if a guy walks in the street on Sukkot and says, these nutty Jews, what are they walking around here waving branches and sitting in booths? The Mitzis is the Mitzis is not what the guy thinks. The Mitzis is the, the booth on the on the branch. That's the Mitzis. That's Aleph. That's the true Mitzis. Adam Shereis says, the beginning is, Hadin Aisa Aisa Adam Mitzis. Aleph is that Halacha, an absolute commitment to Halacha makes a person a Mitzis de Kemensh. You're living in the world. Just the opposite of what people think. They look at us like we're such spiritual people because we have we sit in the sukkah. No, no, that's not spiritual. That's realistic. The, the, the most realistic thing that a Jew, the most practical, down-to-earth thing that a Jew does is for that week he sits in the booth. It's not spiritual. Spirituality is something else we're talking about. That's mitzis. A couple hours ago, all of us put on film. That wasn't anything spiritual. That was mitzis. That's reality. That's being, that's being grounded, putting on film. That's being grounded. The same way, you owe you owe rent. Halacha says you got to pay the rent. That's not spiritual. That's being real and grounded. That's Aleph. Vim me'evel is a yeshlo gamamuna. Ah, and built upon reality, you have a muna. Right, built upon. Shlav base, second floor. Built upon the reality that you're in, 
a healthy reality that is the reality of Torah. Not what the government says, what the Goyim say, but the reality of Torah, which is Maidani, Degovasa Maidani, etc. Built upon that, Emunah, Emunah then, is part of the reality of that individual's life. What we're going to be seeing is that when Ruchnius is not built upon Mitzias, then the Ruchnius turns out to be Dimyonis. It turns out to be fantasy and delusion. Then, then, then a person's entire way of identifying or defining Ruchnius is has a certain feeling. What's that feeling? I feel that like that. It comes, it's, it's, a, it's very sweet. It's not Ruchnius. So, what what is Ruchnius? Kaidem Kol, Rav Schwartz says, let's talk Tachlis. Rochel Bidchak Tana. Tachlis is Metzius. Metzius, what's the Metzius? The Jews, we have a Shulchan Aruch, that's the Metzius. You don't know what the din is? He asks someone that knows the halacha. The Me'evil is a Yesh Lagam Amunah. If you have the second floor, which is Amunah, that's great. But a person who has replaced halacha, he's not into the halacha. He's, he's instead of halacha, he says he has amuna. So halacha says you owe that guy twenty six hundred dollars for two months rent, and the guy says amuna. He talks amuna, amuna. That's the beginning of all failures, which we're going to see by the time we finish with the next seven or eight pages. We'll understand on a much much deeper level why. That's the root of much of our failure in ever becoming people who have a, a connection to Akash It's not grounded, it's not built upon the proper way of thinking and living. Certainly, everyone wants to have a Muna, and we all believe that somewhere deep inside there is a Muna. A Muna, faith with two feet on the ground. That might be a title, by the way, Maisha, if you're listening. Emuna im karaka, faith with my feet on the ground. Emuna hamuvuseses al kima a faith that is based upon, that is built upon one's observance of halacha. Adam, Adam lova kesef, guy borrows money. And he asked the guy, I've I've had this conversation with people. Guy borrows money. There was a guy I remember I was learning years ago, we were learning in an afternoon color from Mechanchem. <coughs> this guy was a guy that was in very good financial shape. Very, very good. And he came in one day to the call and he said, I get a Mazdov, who's Mazdov? He, he said, I bought a house in Flatbush. He said, I bought a house in Flatbush. So all of us were singing the tale. He said, ah, how do you do that? You got someone died, you got a Yerusha, what happened? How do you do that? The guy, the guy didn't have to Shabbos. It was such a bad Mazdov. He didn't have food. So he said, there's a guy that he used to learn with in Yeshiva that, that made a lot of money in Montreal. And the guy lives in Montreal, and he asked him for a loan. So he said, we're all sitting there listening to this. He got a, he got a house in, a, in, in the best neighborhood for a lot of money. I said, not, not a million dollars. In those days, it was a nice house. So I said, so we're all asking him, so what do you mean? How much did you borrow from the guy? He said, so I borrowed like, like 120000 So he said, how, how, how are you going to pay that? How are you going to pay that? Like the Kailal is... Uh, it was three hundred dollars a month, two fifty three hundred a month. I think the wife did some babysitting. So that's how you can put together a hundred thousand. He says you worked out. A, he says yeah, yeah, I have a monthly thing. So I said, how are you going to pay that? We were asking how. You, he said, I don't know. I have no idea. I said not even the first month. He said no. So uh, he said, but he's a nice guy, you know. He's a nice guy. And uh, then he said the usual thing that uh, the apes is all healthy. The Bani Shalom will help. I don't remember this. I mean, he's still living there. So the guy's probably just a nice guy. Yeah, that's how they were to help make him into an even nicer guy <laughs> than he ever thought. But I know he's still, he's, uh, I mean, the last time I met him was at a house a few years ago. He was not working. And he had a job. He was a revenue yeshiva somewhere. For, not, a little bit, I don't know, like a few hours a day. I don't know. But he ha- he's in the house. So, the person borrows money, and they ask him, how are you going to pay? And he answers, Hashem Yazer, Hashem will help. Ma'anyein. So, Schwartz says, it's interesting. Very interesting. The person says that. That's a very spiritual answer, isn't it? 
the guy is asking me that the guy's asking how are you going to pay back the loan he answers with spirituality so he says be very interesting to see if the guy would lend money with that sentence in other words, let's turn it around if a guy comes to him and says listen I need to borrow hundred thousand dollars and you're the guy the guy comes to you for hundred thousand dollars and you ask him do you have any way to pay back that guy says no Hashem Yaza so it would be interesting he says to see if the same two words Hashem Yaza would work if he were wearing other shoes if he's the guy that's doing the lending or he only is able to say Hashem Yaza because he's the borrower when, when, when does Hashem Yazer work? That's the difference between him and, and the stories that you have by Tzaddikim. There was no chilik. By the Tzaddik, it's every second was living in the Hashem. Every second was living in the moon. So he says, What's this guy using? He's using some ruchni's dikka things, emunah, bitachim, whatever, feelings about Hashem. He's He's using this in order to disengage from reality. The guy's just off the planet. He has no he has no way to pay back. He borrowed money. He's just left the world. His answer of Hashem Yazer is not an answer. Not to say there isn't truth that God helps. That's not the answer. The guy's the guy's in very very big trouble. This guy. Adam Balamuna, a person of of real Amuna, he lends money, and even then has to be done in a, in a way that is healthy and with proper guidelines and halacha and from tamirichacham and whatever. That person with emuna is able to lend money, that he's not going to get hurt by lending the money. And there we also have in halacha, doesn't give everything away. Just uh, right, hamavazvez, ahivazvez, yes, a tenth, a fifth. There are, there are guidelines. Ah, if you ask a kasha, we heard that the, that, that this tzaddik gave away every penny. The madrigas, we have halacha, halacha. Humamin shem nigzor lo brashashanis shielai kesef. Person, this person has belief that it was determined on rashashana that the money that he has will mekayim mitzvah, and he's mekayim mitzvah, like the gemara says there. Even then, you have to follow the halacha, meaning you don't, let's say, when it comes to making a loan, you're 100%, not only are you entitled, but you are required according to halacha. Look into this guy a little bit. Halacha doesn't say just, just uh, give him the money. Halacha says if a guy comes to your door and he looks like he's starving, then you don't ask any questions, you give him to eat. The guy comes to your door and he doesn't have the clothing and he needs a coat, you give him a coat. But if a guy comes to you for a loan, you're allowed to talk to him. Not you're allowed to. You should talk to him. What, who, where are you, how are you going to pay? So I have some phone numbers. I'd like to call some people for long. So if it's a case where it's Shekhiyah Hezekiah, where it seems that this is a guy that's not going to pay you back, and he's a Moksa Commission and Haksa, so then, then you don't have to lend the money. You have to see how to help him maybe in another way. All of Lahalves is a kesef. If everything works out okay, and Mikoyach your emuna, and checking into the guy, he's all right. As somebody that, that that would make sense to lend money to, then all of Lahalves is a kesef. Then good, you have emuna, lend the money. Even though there's always a chance that you won't get the money back, but there's always a chance like that with a loan. What are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna go to the police for this after this guy. So there's always a chance. But he's following the halacha, how much money to lend, how to lend the money. With that, he has a muna. Because in the end, you never know 100%. There's no way to know if you're going to get the money back. So he tries to mechazing himself. I'm doing the right thing. I followed the halacha. I'm lending a normal amount. Uh, the guy checks out. Then, you, then, like it says by the farmer, you have to, what does he do? He, he, he plows, he plants. And then there's nothing else to do. You just wait for the rain. Mom and the you trust in Hashem. That Hashem should send rain. What else can you do? So that's what this person has a muna. So built upon his his basic um, connection to reality, which is determined by halacha, not by the guy's whims, but by halacha. And he has the shayla, and he checked into the guy. Now he draws from his amuna. 
to lend money and, and with the Amunah that it's going to work out. This, in this way, the person's kasha to Hashem as a result of strengthening his Amunah to believe that the loan will be returned is part of his growing closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a normal and healthy way. But if a person if a person sees within himself, or you see with somebody else, that somebody's amuna and ruchnius is beginning to pull him further away from reality, I think about the matzah that happened in Gush Katif, in Tashim Samachay, the terrible, terrible tragedy that took place there. I think about it a lot, because a lot of these hidden, you know, they're still going through terrible sorrows, and. I'm not saying this by way of criticizing because I don't know what I would do if I would be there. But some of the leaders were talking to them in such a way that was not conceived. That it's never going to happen. It's never going to, it can't happen. It's never going to happen. It can't happen. They're not going to tell us, we're not going to leave. We're never going to have to leave. And many, many of those were the ones who suffered worst from the, from the uh, unfortunate reality that brought to their expulsion. And and have still not recovered from that on many levels, and there were gedolim in Etzel and outside of Etzel who felt that that was an irresponsible way to speak to the Olam. Only some of their rabbanim did that, but there was that it was an irresponsible mahalach, and it was not a mahalach of Tyre to say that it cannot be, it will not be, and arkedekach not to make any provisions for selling things and and trying to uh, um, uh, prepare for moving things and so on. And then at the last minute, they were, they were driven from there like, 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 a, like God forbid, a pogrom. And, and again, I'm not a Paisic and I'm not judging, and I certainly have the deepest love and respect for, for all the well-meaning people that, that were behind all of that. Not, I don't mean the people, the government. I'm talking about the Yidin in Gush Katif and the Rabbanim. And I don't know how we would act if we were there. But is that called Amuna? When I looked at the pictures of soldiers, uh, they, had, they had also a lot of people that weren't even Jewish, but they brought in there, Russians that weren't Jewish. They brought in to do a lot of the physical stuff that you couldn't do. And they see these, you see these boys and girls sitting there singing the gunam and they're being dragged out. I, I, I don't know when I look at those pictures whether or not we can call that a great spiritual uh, event. Physical event, it's, it clearly was terrible. What about spiritually? Was that a correct spiritual response to the to the um, approaching army or police? Maybe there's again, I'm not judging. But there was something that was lo mitziuti. There was something not realistic. When you look at the pictures, it was more like surrealistic. And and I don't know how many of those are dealing with that. The brutal contrast between what they were hearing in those shmuzen that it can't be. They didn't say it can't be. But Jews didn't have to leave their homes in Europe. And Jews didn't have to leave their home throughout all the years of Agolus. So then you can say, it can't be in Eretz Yisrael. It's not, an, it's not a Agolus in Eretz Yisrael. Who's the government? Who are the people that are responsible for these decisions? They say, it was, was that spiritual, sitting there singing a niggin while they're, while they're banging you on the, on the head and telling you to get out, get out? Was that spiritual? Personally, again, I'm not Khalilah arguing with that. They're abundant, but I'm just saying, personally, I, I didn't see. I, I saw it as very pathetic. I didn't see this. So it's very sad, and and there's a sweetness to it. But I was wondering how are these people going to deal tomorrow with these with, with 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 these broken promises, promises that were made to them that the British will never ever let this happen. It can't happen. It can't happen. Who stay where? Where does it say it can't happen? And if someone comes down, God forbid, with with cancer. You're going to tell that you say it can't be, you can't die. No, we, we ask for some help, help it shouldn't be, but to say you can't, 
Is there a set person with cancer can't die? Is that the Messias? She said, no, not a from person. A from person can't die with cancer. The Malachamavis made such a chibit. He saw that. You see such a thing? They, they... You went to Sloan Kettering, you didn't see any amicus in Sloan Kettering, or you didn't see any you didn't see any shetluch or tichluch in, in Sloan Kettering or Shemirahim? What? People, from people don't die? <coughs> it's not mitziyot. It wasn't mitziyot. Not that I had a different, not that I would come up with a different point. I'm just, it's like, I don't know what to do. And I wouldn't have known. I would have just, you know, cried and, 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 and asked some tzaddik for, for help. But, but, but it's not it's not mitziyot. It's not mitziyot. Ah, you have maizim from tzaddikim like that? Maizim from tzaddikim. Yeah, yeah, including in a, 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 if a person's entire existence is grounded in that way, so then, then built upon that solid foundation in halacha, then the person knows that the that the way to react to the possibility of of tragedy, or in that case of being driven away from their homes, the way to the way to deal with that is to Make provisions. This is what halachah tells us. Make provisions for leaving and daven your heart out that it should be good, but not to leave yourself in such a way. That's not halacha. So then, what's halacha's response after the expulsion? Halacha's response is, as from people, certainly. The same way when someone dies, we say Baruch Dain Ha'amas. Then you say Baruch Dain Ha'amas. That the true judge has determined that we're no longer going to live in Gush Katif. So the test is halacha. That's the testing ground. It always has worked. Wherever halacha, we have we have much historical evidence. Wherever halacha is not being kept, spiritual spirituality or spiritualistic movements within Yiddishkeit have brought devastation, have brought sorrows, and have not worked. There was legitimate fear in the first generation of Chassidus on the part of Misnagdim. I'm not talking about troublemakers, I'm talking about Elech, a big Chosheb of Misnagdim. There was concern when they saw that there were Jews who were, let's say, not davening. The Tefillah was not Bismarck. You're telling me that you have some great spiritual movement. The Balshamtev revealed some great light to the world, and you're davening at you're davening at 12:30 shachas. No, it was a good question. It was a strong question, and until Hasidus became firmly grounded in halacha, it was a good question. Now it's now it's just not now it's not a question. I, I, you can tell me you still have. The Skilana uh, Rebbe is, is, is putting his tefillin away at 4.30 in the afternoon. Nope, it's a Skilana Rebbe, it's a Maes from Skilana Rebbe. But as far as, as far as a way of life, without halacha, it cannot continue as a Jewish way of life. So it was a very scary time, that time at the beginnings of Hasidus. Remember that they were coming off of the, of the tragedy of Shabzai Tzvi Yemach a spiritual movement that broke loose of halacha. Christianity was the same thing. What was Christianity? It was also a spiritual movement that broke away from halacha. It was originally part of Judaism. It was a spiritual movement that decided that we're going to we're going to build a spiritual world without halacha. When that happens, then you're left with crackers and communion and you know. Uh, Father, uh, you know, Father uh, 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 Flanagan, you know, being taken off in handcuffs to jail or something. It's not, it's not Mitzvahs. It's not Mitzvahs. And 
And that's what Rav Schwartz is writing here. Zel simen shel haschola lo nechama. If if it's not in if it's not in the mitzvahs of halacha, it's a simen that that this this individual's spiritual movement is gonna is in danger, very strong danger, of heading in the wrong direction. That's why the early years of the children. We'll talk about this much more later on. The early the early years of a child's education are so grounded. Have to be so grounded. I talk about a boy about boys in Mishnayis and Gemara. Now, even though it's true that it could use in our times a little bit of a shot of Bilvavi, you know, at a, at a young age, but a very careful little dosage. But the Iker, the Iker unquestionably has to be Mishnah's Gemara, Halacha. Strong, strong, strong. Tons, tons of Halacha, tons of Gemara, tons of Mishnah's. And then as the child matures, Emuna, Emuna is built upon that foundation of strong halacha, <coughs> Gemara and so on. Gemara in particular. And without that, it's very questionable what will be with this Ruchnius. So, Zeus Simachal Haschalalainachayna. Vim Haschalalainachayna. Let me know. When something begins in the wrong way, if the foundation is not straight, Achvisa Miyushuvenu. Who who could who knows what's going to be? Who knows what we could expect to come from this? Hametzias. What's the Metzias? Metzias Shehi Atayra Gedoshin. Metzias is the Torah. That's the Metzias. He habosis v'hascholo l'chol habinyan. That must be the basis and the foundation of the entire building. Kol nekuda ba'avodas Hashem, shereshisa etzel ha'adam mizbate berifyan v'kiim ha'halacha. Any beginning, beginning anything in avodas Hashem that is not rooted in kiim ha'halacha, zu enen atayr. It's not atayr. Makes no difference. Makes no difference how moving it is and how beautiful it is and how sweet and holy and nice. Makes no difference. Zu and Anatayr. Rashis Kol. All of Liv Daike Imhu Mekayim is Siva Hashem Batarasa. You always have to begin. Okay, I I I I rented an apartment. I kept, I signed on for thirteen hundred dollars a month. But before I talk about Amuna, what does Halacha say about my situation? See, he doesn't know. He goes and he asks the Dayan. This is the matzav I'm in. What does halacha have to say about my situation? So the dying tells him, halacha says that you owe the guy $1,300. That's what halacha says. And if you don't pay that, then you're navarian. It's erishas. You signed a paper. But what about, what, what does halacha say about my belief in, in, in that God will pay? So the dying will put his arm around the guy and say, listen, what are you, something wrong with you? Yeah. God will help you when, you, when, you, when you're signing the check. He'll help you sign your check. Sign your, your name on the check. God will help you to, to pay. You have to pay. That's the, that's the halacha. You're a muna? Save it. That's built upon halacha. But halacha. Him came. When you check, and the, and, uh, and it's based upon halacha, yachol hu l'achnes l'tayche es koyach ha-ruchni amiti. When you have a strong, healthy kli, that's built by halacha, that's built, that's built by Torah, then I can pour into that all kinds of goodies. Emunah and bitachin and so on and so forth, which we're going to talk about much more in the coming pages. Then I could pour into that um, all types of feelings and emotions. Kayach ha-emunah. Now that you've made up your mind and you want to get into the Olam ruchni so this is going to be such a disappointing thing, right? We all thought that we're going to get like some magic carpet and go into the Oilam Aruchnis. And here, Rabbi Schwartz sounds like he's talking like, he, he sounds like he's like one of our old rebellion from the, when we were kids. And he says, When a person decides to enter into the Oilam Aruchni, Allah lives like his You have to check with the bottom of Chav Gimel. You have to check. 
him beemes hashifus mitziusios. Are my shifus, are my aspirations that I have, are they grounded? Are they reality based, or are they demyoinus delusions? Am I imitating somebody? Am I making believe? Am I? I read a nice story, or I have a friend that's like that, and I want to be that way. We know that in Gashmis, people have all kinds of dreams about getting stuff. But they know that in reality, there's no way that they're going to actually, there's no realistic way of, carrying, of getting what they want. You know, there was a, one, of my, one of my daughters asked me this the other day. I don't know how it came up. There was uh, somebody, I guess it was on the, somebody came out in the news, I don't know. There was some some actress or something that was being stalked. People do that. They, and this, some guy was stalking this lady, I don't know, like a year or something, he's stalking after this actress. And, and uh, I don't know if this happened now, or this is an ultimizer. I mean, these things going all the time. And they were asked, this guy... The guy, all he says is that like he wants to marry her. Now, something snapped in this guy. Because he went from just being a regular Baltaiva, a regular Baltaiva, that he sees an actress, he sees a movie, and he, he gets Meshiga, and he has Taivas, whatever. But, he, you know, he just lives his life and knows he's a Baltaiva. Something snapped in this guy, because he's probably not healthy to begin with. Something snapped. And he decided he wants to marry that lady. And maybe he could maybe he could point out that there was a time in history where a stalker actually married the girl. Maybe there was like something like that. But mostly, they end up in jail for a few years, right? They end up in jail and long-term therapy. So the guy, the guy, the, the guy's answer is, I just trusted that God knew how much I loved that girl, this actress, and I believe that I really believe with all my heart. He tells his he tells his galakul, the confession. I believe with all of my heart that God was going to make this happen. I, you know, I, I loved, I love her, and I watched every movie four thousand times, <clears throat> and, and all the walls in my house are, 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 are have a picture. I thought for sure, why wouldn't God make that happen? So the terrorist is, this Meshiga, what are you a nut? Yeah, he is nuts. But you, you're crazy. Why would she marry you? What are you, some schlub? That's, and that's the Veltz actress, and she's got, she's got, the, the, she's pregnant from 14 different people right now, and she's going to marry you? What, what are you, crazy? The person has the nyanis. And he, and he could be talking about God and, and faith. He had people that do all kinds of crazy, avakas, sick things with with shows a person might want things, but he knows that he can't. He can't actualize that cholim, that dream. You want to. You want to enter into the world of ruchnius. A person who enters into that world, He has to check. What I'm undertaking, is this a healthy, realistic goal and objective for me at this time of my life? And at that point, remember last week we were talking about going to somebody for advice. It would be a normal and healthy thing for this individual to seek advice. As opposed to somebody who's totally detached from reality and he goes to ask advice. Like if this guy with the, that's Meshuggah for the actress, if he goes to speak to a Shadchan and he asks the Shadchan, what do you think I could do to marry? You know, I'd like to marry, who, who do you want to marry? He says, I want to marry uh, <clears throat> one of this famous, uh, world famous actors. So the guy would say, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't make Shadduchan like that. If you have a nice girl next door, I could try to help you. Do you want to marry an adult actress? I'm not, that's not my... Uh, you know, then after he leaves, the guy calls him the phone and says, make sure that guy leaves the building and, you know, and uh, get him out of here. It's a crazy guy. So, this person already can go for Hadrach. Remember, the more that a person is based in reality, 
the less the less desperate he is and the desperately needy he is for Hadracha, but there is a healthy way to seek Hadracha. Hachokm Bakoldava, Hilahaskal Bitsura Miduregis. The Chachma is that any time that you start something, any time you start something, it should be done in a way that is gradual. Miduregis, step by step. Itis slowly umitsiusis realistic and grounded. Much of man's failure comes from what? It's not only because in the end it didn't work out. Because then he has a tiny, oh, if, it would have, if the economy would have been better, if this would have been like that, if, it, you know, if I, this guy with the girl, but the actress thinks, if only I would have done it a little bit differently. I shouldn't have been standing outside her window with the, with the binoculars. That's what, that's what messed me. I should have just continued the texting and the phone calls. I knew that binocular, that was a little bit over the top. That's what, that was his failure. That wasn't his failure. It began all the way at the beginning. Not with the binoculars. It started off at the beginning when it wasn't Mitzias. It goes back to the very beginning when he was detaching himself from reality. The, the very fact that the guy starts off on a project that he has no way, no reasonable, rational way to carry out in Mitzvah. In doing that, he has destroyed the possible beautiful building that could have been built in Rochnius. It's broken. And he'll always blame it on other things and the things that happened along the way, but it all rooted it's all rooted in, in the fact that this guy just wasn't in it to begin with. It wasn't a realistic plan. And it wasn't based in halacha, strong in halacha, and shmir samitzvahs. Ki hum is not take my mitzvahs. It was based in disengagement and from reality. So now what we're going to, what we're going to learn next week is the Torah's way of making a, a reality check. Chaval. How to check the reality course with halacha, but to go further than that, and then he explains so beautifully how all of this comes together with the Ramchal's introduction, the Ramchal says, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Ramchal's giving us a big reality check. You want to learn to sell shram, he says, my friend, I, 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 I'm, I'm here for you. You want to be a, you want to be a tzaddik, I got, I got a method for you. But I want, before you start, Ramchal says, you have to, I want to have a security check over here, I'm letting in. And the Hagdoma, the Ramchal, makes a security check. I'm letting in normal people who are grounded into, the, into my program. If you're, not, if you're not grounded in halacha and you're not reality-based, that's how he's going to explain to Ramchal. I'm sorry, go back to yeshiva, do whatever you want. I'm not letting you into this program. It's not for you. You'll get crazy for me. You'll get crazy, you'll find this, you'll get that. You're not, it's not for you. Come back in two years and, I'll, and, and, and we'll check again. And if you're ready, then we'll go in this program together. Ramchal's program, Shasham, ten steps, we'll get there. But don't don't check in over here if you're not ready. That's how we're going to see this is what Ramchal is saying. Reality check. And then we're ready for Ruchnius. Okay, we'll continue as